We're in the middle of a mimer on the Pasuk, and it's a <coughs> it's a uh, mimer which was discussing the uh, pasuk that we say in Hallel that Hamashpili uh, Liris that Hashem descends down uh, in, in to see into the uh, heavens and earth, and we explained one interpretation. Uh, about how Hashem comes down to get involved in in the world in heaven and earth through our Torah mitzvahs. Now, for a second explanation, halfway down the first column, the paragraph begins with beer. Another interpretation of Shemaim Baretz is not that Hashem goes down into heaven and earth, but we're saying that Hashem descends to us through the heavens and earth. The heaven and earth is the cause of Hashem coming down. We're going to explain soon what does Shemaim and Aretz refer to according to this interpretation. So now, either way, we'll understand this pasuk through referencing again the Haftarah of Hanukkah, which uh, which uh, comes from Zechariah, and it, it says there, it talks about the Gula al-Rosh, it says that, that, the, that, that the Novi saw Menorah, and it had this gulot, had this round bowl on top of the manure. And uh, this was a bowl of oil. But either way, we've got this round thing on the top, round thing on the head. So this uh, gives the imagery of a crown. And the idea of a crown is that it's uh, something which is beyond the head, something which is which represents uh, represents. Uh, something that's beyond intellect and beyond the regular shalshalus. And uh, the, the idea is that what's important when we serve Hashem is that it's not for our own benefit. It's not, it's not because it's enjoyable to be connected, but it's the, the, the ultimate reason, the higher reason is because we're serving Hashem. And uh, our, our our desire, our striving is to uh, to just accept to accept Hashem, Hashem's yoke and to do what Hashem wants, and beyond reasoning and nullifying our will before Hashem's will, and that's what we mean when we say Baruch Ata Hashem. We say yeah, Bless you, Hashem, uh, our God, the Master of the World. And what we want is. To that Hashem's uh, kingship should be manifest uh, throughout the world and uh, throughout all worlds, and we're ready to be in service to Him. And then, then Hashem uh, becomes active king because the king is only uh, when the subjects want Him. And uh, that's what the positive means when it says that Hashem says about the Jewish people, Kili b'nei Yisrael vadim, that the, the Jewish people, the Israelites, are to me servants. The meaning is that only when you are servants, when only when we uh, accept to do what Hashem wants because of His will, so then we have, then we have uh, Lee, then we have this closeness with Hashem. According to this interpretation, what is Shemaim Baretz? We say that Hashem descends through as a result of Shemaim Menoretz. So Shemaim Menoretz either means Shemaim, the high level of Torah, Torah Shebech the written Torah, and then the Aretz, earth, is Torah Shebal Peh, the oral Torah. 
And uh, through them, through both the written Torah and the oral Torah, uh, that's how, uh, that's how uh, what, what draws Hashem down. Or uh, Shemayim refers to Torah, which is Hashem giving over his message to us, therefore it's like heavens. And earth refers to Tefillah, our prayer, where we are ascending to Hashem. We are saying what we want to say, talking up to Hashem. Uh, and that's another interpretation of Shemayim, Bar, it's heaven and earth. Either way, but this elicits Hashem. This brings down Hashem into the, the world uh, because the, the, the davening, the prayer, is effective as it's uh, us coming from below and nullifying ourselves before Hashem. And that's also the idea that it says uh, in Parshish Peshalach, it says that when the Jewish people left, they escaped from Egypt uh, after the ten uh, plagues. So it says that uh, Pari was coming close. He was chasing behind them. And... Uh, then it says, the Jewish people cried out to Hashem. So what's the idea that in spiritually we've said that Pari, there's the spiritual counterpart, which refers to revelation of godliness. And when we, what causes Pari Hikri, what causes this revelation of godliness to, to approach, to come close to us? It is the crying out to Hashem, which is that humility and that dedication being totally uh, available as servants of Hashem. Now, so similarly through, throughout our mitzvahs, so like we say when we say a brach on a mitzvah, that Hashem kiddishon of a mitzvah, so that Hashem sanctified us with his mitzvahs, that uh, he he uh, made us holy and 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 uh, brought, and allowed us to to connect at the at the highest level. His mitzvahs, like we've said before. Now. It says that the menorah is made of gold, and gold is connected with gevura, like we've explained pre- in previous days. There's a pasuk in here that says that gold is from the north, north, and then it says in that same pasuk talks about yira, about reverence, uh, which is uh, from the side of discipline and and severity to left. Now, the the uh, prophecy also mentions that there were there there were two olive trees on the side of the uh, menorah and the bowl of the menorah. And at the end of this parak, at the end of parak Dalad of Zechariah, it says that the, uh, the it talks about uh, pouring out the gold. And uh, so this is the idea of uh, giving over and uh, letting this uh, year uh, of Hashem, this reverence of Hashem flow down. And this is uh, through Torah Mitzvahs, that Torah Mitzvahs uh, awakened the, our godly spark within and uh, that awakened and th- uh, thus awakened our uh, burning love to Hashem as well as our, our bitterness f- uh, our, our, from being far away and our Neshama not being uh, in an obvious uh, union with Hashem the whole day, that it, the neshama should cry out and want to return to the to the lap of of her father, and this is the idea of the pasuk that the Maim starts with ki imcha mekar chayim that with you is the source of life, meaning that Hashem Himself is really beyond enlivening worlds. And uh, what enlivens worlds? Only imcha, what is with you, meaning what is 
a, a light from Hashem, not Hashem himself. Hashem himself is beyond. And uh, the, the mitzvahs, the mitzvahs that we do, they are the limbs of the king. And uh, therefore, they uh, help to just like the, the limb, the, the, the soul is uh, manifest on e- in each limb. So similarly, the mitzvah is where Hashem is manifest, and therefore they allow us to bring uh, godliness uh, down. Uh, so, uh, and, and so not only uh, that we see Hashem's light, but also, like we spoke yesterday, that we'll see our own light as well. In other words, that when we do mitzvahs, it, it reveals our, uh, our godly importance, how we're part of Hashem's plan. Okay, so now uh, that concludes the mimer. And we've we've explained the pasuk at the beginning. The pasuk uh, says that uh, it says, "With you is the source of life." And we asked, "Why with you? Why not you?" And we answered, "Because Hashem Himself is really beyond uh, being involved in worlds. It's only a light with Him that that is uh, uh, the source of the vitality of worlds." We also explained that the second half of the pasuk, through your light, we will." Uh, uh, see light. So um, Nero, we the Maimon said at the beginning, Nero could either mean uh, that we will see, or uh, Nero that it, it it is revealed that the light is revealed, and and we uh, said that both are true. That uh, that both that Hashem's presence it becomes manifest, and also that we are revealed that that uh, we become important. Now the. Next section is a beer as a more Kabbalistic explanation on the Maimah that we just learned. So let's continue with the beer. So now we have 613 mitzvahs and they correspond to uh, what Kabbalah discusses, the 613 pathways in the skull, which are uh, the the uh, the with within Zot because uh, in Kabbalah there's what's called the Anpin and Arichanpin. Zeranpin literally means small face. Arichanpin literally means uh, the the long face. But uh, Zeranpin or Zah in short refers to the middest, the six emotional attributes. Whereas Arich uh, refers to the uh, lower part of Keser of the crown beyond the regular system of spheres. And uh, within Kesa, within the, the Kesa, which is this crown, which is Makif, which surrounds and is beyond, there's two parts. There's uh, Atik and Arich. Atik is the uh, higher part and considered the end uh, of creator. And then Arich is considered beginning of, uh, the, of uh, creation. And uh, the everything, all the spheres mirror within our uh, personality and psyche. And uh, Arctic mirrors uh, our sense of pleasure, whereas uh, Arich mirrors our sense of uh, desire when we want something beyond reason. Either way, so the mitzvahs are in uh, Zah, but their source is in Arich. We've said that Hashem also puts on tefillin and wears a talus and davens. And the idea is that uh, that all worlds, even the highest world, Atsilas, which is a world of godliness, is uh, nothing compared to Hashem. 
and it takes a great symptom, a great contraction in order to even uh, create a world like Hatzilus, a world of closeness Hashem. And uh, this in, in the body, the idea of symptom is reflected in hair because hair has a limited amount of energy, even though the hair comes right out of the head, but it, the head is so delicate and so important. Whereas the hair, you can cut it, it and, and you, don't, you don't feel, and that's because it has a very limited uh, amount of vitality, and that's through its symptom. So in order for, for Hashem's light to come down, um, in, in to, into the world and to care for the world and to be involved is through Hashem doing mitzvahs. Because when Hashem puts on tefillin, that means Hashem, who's really unlimited, is now bringing his, himself down, his presence down into tefillin, which, which uh, is uh, linked to uh, chachma, to, to holy intellect. And also the whole idea of tefillin is about connecting. The word tefillin means to connect as well. And uh, that's the idea of davening as well. And uh, therefore, in Hashem's Finland, it says who, um, that uh, about how, how we are a great nation, uh, that make Hashem one. And that, too, uh, links Hashem, the whole idea of his mitzvahs is to link Hashem with the physical and worlds in, the world and the worlds in general. And, and thinking about how the Jewish people are special, that links Hashem downward. And uh, the same thing with other mitzvahs like tzedakah is about kindness to someone in need and similarly Hashem is kindness to us. And the world is created with kindness. It's also connected to the idea of worlds. And now the, the question is, a mitzvah is two parts. There's the item that you use for the mitzvah itself. For example, tefillin. Before putting on tefillin, you first have to have tefillin. So tefillin are holy. They've got four sections of the Torah and it, Hashem's name many times. Now, we've, so we've got the mitzvah itself, and then we have the person who does the mitzvah. So what is the main thing? So the main thing is not the mitzvah itself. Tefillin, however holy they are, are just something used to do the real mitzvah. But the real mitzvah is when you put them on. Even though the parashias, even though the four uh, scrolls are with paragraphs of the Torah, like Shema Vayim and as well as the first two, Kadesh Shema the tefillin already existed before someone put them on. But when are they the ultimate intention of creation? When someone doesn't mitzvah with them. And therefore, only then do they have Hashem's Ratzin, Hashem's will and desire manifest in them. And similarly, so now with Hashem's tefillin as well, so when Hashem puts on tefillin, so that uh, brings about Hashem's unlimited light enclosing itself within spheres and in particular within Chachmah, because tefillin is connected to the head and, and, and intellect, and that's the main mitzvah. But when you have tefillin for itself, they've got uh, far less value than when Hashem actually puts it on. Just like when we put it on, we give the tefillin more value, the same with Hashem. But, the, but how does this work? I understand when a, a person puts on the tefillin, so the tefillin could exist without the person getting involved in the tefillin. And therefore, when he puts it on, it's adding something. But with Hashem, before he puts on the tefillin, the tefillin are nothing. They don't exist because everything has to be uh, energized from Hashem. So if Hashem's not involved, it wouldn't exist at all. So how can we have the concept of tefillin without Hashem putting it on? So the answer is, and this is also hinted in Pasach Eliyahu, 
the section of Zay that we say on Friday afternoons. So it says there that when you depart from, from it, Ishtar Kagufa remains like a body. So when the soul departs, it's, it's when the Hashem departs, so then uh, we don't have the soul anymore, we've only got the body. So the question is, how, how are we comparing Hashem to a soul and a body? With the soul and the body, each one has its own cause for its existence, and the body has a separate cause from the neshama. And therefore, even if the neshama part departs, the body still exists. Whereas with Hashem, with Hashem, so then everything that exists is from Hashem. So if Hashem is not getting involved, then how does it even exist? So the idea is that Hashem doesn't depart totally. When we say when Hashem departs, it's like a body without a soul. We don't mean total uh, departing. We mean uh, just that the uh, deeper intellect, the deeper involvement departs, but there is some trace of the basic uh, thought, uh, of the basics. And so Hashem is still somewhat involved. And uh, the same idea can also be said about Kalim, uh, uh, that e- the vessels which hold Hashem's light, that even if, uh, even when Hashem uh, is not actively involved in a manifest way, but he's still involved enough to keep it going. Because Hashem also has, just like Hashem is the power of uh, infinity, he also has the power of limitation, which the root of that is a concept in Kabbalah called Mati Velo Mati. Reaching and not reaching. So it, it, the um, Hashem's light hasn't yet um, divided into two parts, which are later um, called, which in lower levels are called Rotsi and Shuv, the yearning and then the uh, conviction that despite the yearning, we have to stay in this world to do the mitzvah that Hashem wants. So Mati Belay Mati, reaching and not reaching, is uh, when is be, beyond his shalashilis, beyond the chain of worlds and, and beyond order where Hashem's light reaches and then pulls back in order to just be with Hashem. But without really two separate levels, it's all within one general le- one uh, general level without division. So now either way, the, uh, the, the, uh, the just like we can have with a person when he goes to sleep. So, He's still involved somewhat in his body, but not in such an active way. And therefore, his thoughts, he uses his imagination, but there's no limit of that it has to make sense. So, and therefore, the the uh, the body and even the thought can still exist, even when uh, he departs from it. So... So that so that's the idea of it of it still existing that there's this uh, symptom this contraction in order to uh, let let it still exist even without Hashem being uh, visibly involved. But so when we say that Hashem, so when we say that Hashem puts on to fill in, uh, we're saying that Hashem uh, adds his involvement into Chachma. Uh, to the, and therefore, when when Hashem actually puts on tefillin, it's greater than the tefillin just being there by himself. And the same thing with other mitzvahs, like Hashem learning Torah, which is bringing Hashem's name into the Torah, and Hashem davening. That all that all the ideas here is that yes, Hashem already um, keeps the world going at its basic capacity, but in order to add more light, that's through. Uh, these mitzvahs that Hashem does as well to bring his energy into the different physical items with which he does the mitzvah.
Okay, then he's, he just says at the end of the altar, says at the end of the paragraph, there's another interpretation that uh, actually uh, when we say Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we don't mean Hashem's ultimate unlimited self. We mean Zah, the midas of Atzilus, of the highest of the four worlds. And therefore, uh, therefore, when we talk about Hashem doing the mitzvah or, or davening, so it's this lower level of godliness um, bringing upon itself a higher level of godliness, which from beyond his shalshness. Now, next paragraph. Now, the main goal of our mitzvahs is uh, that uh, that uh, this Hashem, it's really all about Hashem's mitzvahs, that Hashem should do this mitzvah as well. And that adds spiritual energy. It adds, it adds Hashem's light to whatever is being involved with in the mitzvah. But this only works for a tzaddik, who the tzaddik, in terms of his own service of Hashem, is all great. And therefore, what's his mitzvah about? It's about adding light. But for a regular person, so he's involved he's in uh, the quagmire and and of uh, and the 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 mud of the uh, physical earth, and his job is to refine the sparks of godliness within the phys- physical environment that he finds himself. So. His mitzvahs are for a different purpose. So how can it be then that we have the exact same mitzvahs, both tzaddikim and regular people, both righteous and regular people, even though the goal of their mitzvah is different to ours? So the answer is that really the, the uh, goal of the tzaddik when he, serves, uh, when he does a mitzvah and the goal of a regular person is effectively the same. Because when the tzaddik brings more light of Hashem into the highest world, in Tzatzilos, that also has a trickle-down impact on the lower worlds and uh, therefore it refines uh, the lower worlds. And that's what the positive means, how much really lira, especially my virus, that Hashem descends to the heavens and earth, according to the first interpretation, that Hashem just lowers himself into the heavens and the earth. Uh, that really Hashem is uh, totally beyond, but he uh, lowers himself to the heavens, uh, to the heaven and earth. Uh, and th- like we said before, that when Hashem sleeps, uh, obviously Hashem doesn't actually sleep. It means that you can't see his involvement. And... Although even in dreams, there's still the the mind still works, but it's only the mind without real uh, thinking. It's just imagination. But when he gets up, so then uh, then he, his thought processes become more rational and more sort of defined and limited. So similarly, uh, in with uh, when Hashem's light uh, uh, descends upwards, so there's still a little bit of light left for it to continue to exist. But the extra light, it, it descends upwards. And that's what we mean that Hashem lowers himself. And uh, and uh, we've got a similar pasuk, that Hashem looks down from, uh, from his holy place in heaven and blesses the Jewish people that when we do mitzvahs, so then we become important. And that's the idea of the, the blessing through mitzvahs. Next paragraph, Vihine Lahavin. 
So now we we said that this mimer is one of the main themes is explaining this uh, the pasuk how much really lyrics by Shemayim Unvaaretz that Hashem descends in order to uh, see in the heavens and earth. So now to give the second interpretation to this pasuk, let's first uh, consider for uh, f- further for a moment. The uh, Nevoah and Zachariah, which is, as we said, the Haftarah of uh, Hanukkah, which talks about the Gulal Rosha, and something round around the head. The bot, which uh, literally it's talking about the, the bowl, and there was a bowl of oil in this vision above the menorah. So what does it mean, something round above the head? Like we said before, it means Keser, a crown above the head. So the with uh, Keser, with this uh, crown above it, it was above the highest world. So the beginning of Keser is what's called Atik, which reflects uh, ple- in a person, it reflects pleasure with Hashem. It's the end of Creator. And, uh, and so what comes out is that in, uh, that, uh, in each level, the... Uh, right at the top of each level, you have some. You have a, a light which is beyond, and then uh, that energizes uh, the uh, whichever level it is uh, influencing. So, what's important and what's understood to one person to someone else is something which might be inspiration, but they don't quite get. So, you might. Let, let's give us an, as an example. So back in the shtetl, they didn't have uh, teachers for every class. They might have had only two kids at each age. So the teacher might would go from group to group. You might have one group of uh, 13-year-olds, another group of 10-year-olds, another group of 7-year-olds. And when each watch him teach the higher class, so they don't quite get it. But what they do see is that there's something big happening they don't get it it's beyond them but they see wow there's something happening so what is understood by high level is the kesser <coughs> the inspiration which which is beyond for the lower level either way so we've got this uh this idea of this ball which is the kesser the beyond then we have the seven lamps of the menorah the se- with the se- which is the uh, seven meters and each one uh, comes out of a tube the seven tubes these tubes refer to the midas, which are beyond intellect, which are midas, which are makiv, which are surrounding and beyond. And then the prophecy talks about two olive uh, trees. The olive trees um, are olives are bitter, but you can get oil out of them. And so the idea of olive trees is refining the sparks of holiness within uh, this uh, physical world and that. When we do that and we, sub, we uh, subdue clipper and transform clipper, so then, like Zaya says, that uh, that when the uh, uh, side of impurity is, uh, is uh, subjugated, then Hashem's presence is revealed in all worlds. And uh, the two trees are the two, uh, two pers- uh, perspectives. There's uh, from us looking up towards Hashem and Hashem, bringing down to us. So that's the two trees. But either way, we need uh, bitterness, which is the idea of fighting back and, and knocking down the sitra or d- specifically doing what it doesn't want uh, just to knock it down. And um, and uh, th- and through this, uh, Hashem, uh, we have this uh, revelation of Hashem throughout all worlds.
Next paragraph in Ne'ikar. Now, there are two main causes of uh, that uh, that uh, elicit this uh, uh, gift, this giving over of this market energy, with the uh, gula, the uh, crown energy. So one is uh, bitters, complete uh, self nullification. Uh, beyond uh, the beyond intellect, like we spoke before, that just being there to be of service, not in not not to self be self fulfilled, and uh, when we uh, are so devoted, so committed to Hashem, so this uh, this uh, has causes the archaiser, the bounce back light, uh, which is uh, even more powerful than the regular oyasha, the regular light, which just uh, comes down, like we discussed in previous days. Now, this is also connected to the idea of hair. Like we said, that hair breaking through the and, and coming out is also this uh, idea of hair is uh, more physical, it has less life, you can cut it. Um, but coming through shows this sort of uh, quality of the lower of the high, uh, more than the higher. And uh, therefore, with every mitzvah, we use physical items. Uh, which uh, are not holy, and then we make them holy. So we use wool for tzitzis and uh, parchment for tefillin, and that way refine them. Uh, now, there's a that so w- when we when we have this full bittle, when we, we this uh, we're totally devoted, and all, all we want is what Hashem wants, so that's what we try to achieve. Uh, so this brings down the level of a gulal ratio, this crown, the beyond, um, because we're not talking here about a specific mitzvah or something specific we're working on. We're talking about total devotion. Whereas uh, through mitzvahs, so each mitzvah is one pathway of the, of the skull. Um, in other words, each mitzvah has, is only a specific light, uh, not like the uh, the um, uh, bittal. Uh, nullification to, to Hashem and commitment to Hashem, which is just the which is the general light, and and the idea of bittles connected to aretz. We said that Hashem descends through Shemaim and aretz. Aretz is this uh, earth, is this uh, nullification to be small like earth, where Shemaim is a uh, unlimited love. It's uh, heavenly love to Hashem uh, without any limits. And so the pasuk that says means that through Shamay Menaris, through heaven and earth, heaven, we said, is the love of Hashem with all our might. And Aretz, the bit of the self nullification before Hashem. So then um, Hashem is brought down and revealed down in the world through those two things, uh, uh, through a bit together with the Ava Becha. Now, in uh, in in Arizal's writings, he he explains that we have two ways to unite Hashem. The deeper union is through Mesiris Nefesh, which is like we said, just his general commitment. Whereas the lower level union is through mitzvahs, through specific mitzvahs. And uh, 
And and uh, this is also why Shema comes before Bahayim Shemaya, because in Shema we accept Hashem's yoke in general without specifics, whereas in Bahayim Shemaya we're accepting the mitzvahs. So in Shema we just say to Hashem, yes, sir, whatever you want, we're ready. We're committed to you. Whereas in Bahayim we're saying we're committed to your mitzvahs. It's already getting more specific. And therefore it's a, it's a lower level. We're committing to specific items, not just whatever you want. And uh, therefore, uh, Shema is where we uh, bring down from the crown, from the beyond, whereas Vahayim Shemaya is the more limited uh, light because it's, it's, it's accepting specific mitzvahs. Now, based on this, we understand the Pasuk that we started with, that the idea of with you is a source of life. So the, source of, the idea of the source of life is what is uh, the source the, that keeps the worlds going? And that is the uh, kesa, uh, whatever is beyond and energizes those worlds. Uh, but Hashem is really totally beyond being a creator. And therefore we say, with you is the source of life, but Hashem himself is not the source of life. It's just with him. And uh, that's also the idea that we say in Halal Hamakbi Hamakbi Lashavas that Hashem uh, sit uh, he uh, lifts himself to um, to dwell and to sit. So uh, so again so this is so the that Hashem himself is really beyond. But then what comes down in order to energize worlds only something which is a light which is with Hashem not Hashem himself. And uh, then we go on to the next passage, Hamash Bili Liris who descends to see in the heaven and earth. And we said that there's two meanings to this, either that Hashem descends to the heavens and earth, or Hashem descends because of the heavens and earth, because of the heavens, of the heavenly love of Hashem, unlimited love, and the earth, meaning uh, this humility and Kabbalah soul, self nullification. And we see this in the crown as well, that the gula, this uh, rounds, Thing above the uh, top of the menorah, which the, literally the pasuk of the gulal rosh is like a crown above the head. It, it, Rashi explains this uh, gulal is actually a bowl, a bowl of oil, and therefore it's a, it's the recipient. So we've got this idea of the gulal, which is both the crown that gives to the low, the world below it, and also it's a recipient. It's a container that holds uh, oil. So when uh, so when uh, we ha- we uh, bring down Hashem's light, so then uh, So uh, in with Hashem's light near er, uh, we see we can translate this as well as we see our light, like we said at the uh, the the moment the moment noted that near er can either be translated as in your light, light is seen. In other words, in Hashem's light, our light is seen as well. Or in your light, in Hashem's light, nearer er, um, we are seen. So not it is seen, but we are seen. So here we're saying that, yes, so the, the, so through, through bringing Hashem down, uh, uh, Hashem's light down. So mitzvahs uh, are what bring it down. So then we, we become important because Hashem's now getting involved in worlds. Okay, so that concludes the explanation on the Maimak Imcham Karchayim and uh, some of the important concepts, especially uh, at, at the end, uh, were about the difference between accepting Hashem's yoke no matter what versus accepting specific mitzvahs.
Uh, we spoke about how uh, Hashem sometimes appears to be uninvolved and then the mitzvahs uh, bring about Hashem's involvement and uh, that there's uh, these, that uh, even when Hashem, so to speak, uninvolved, he still gives a basic energy for it to continue to exist. But uh, it, 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 it might exist, but without the passion and full drive that Tarimitsis can bring about.